Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Ted Payton, Grace Through Faith Worship Center for our Bible study. Today, the 15th of March, let us pray. Father God, we just thank you for another day to lift up your name, another day to call on your name, another day to go into your word, O oh God, another day, Lord, to just allow you to speak to our hearts. So we ask you to just open our eyes and our ears to what you are saying in your word. Even as we go forth in your word, Lord, we just bless you and we honor you in every way and everything this day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, I just want to share a few words with you from the word of the Lord today. And we've been speaking out of the book of Ephesians, and our theme has been, you know, our inheritance in God knowing who we are in Christ and positioning ourselves to be able to go before the Lord boldly and proclaim those things that we uh, say that we have and those things that we say that we can do. And the Bible said, there's a scripture. Let me find that scripture. It says that when you pray about praying in, in, in the name of Jesus and declaring what you want in that, and once you do that, you know, to go boldly before the Lord, so I just want to look up that scripture. It says, when you pray, you know, when you pray, W-H-E-N, when you pray, ask and believe what you, you know, believe what you, when you pray, believing what you uh, want when you pray. And the Bible says, and when thou prayest, thou shalt be, at, not a hypocrite, no, not that one, uh, ask whatsoever you will when you pray. Let's see what we find now. Okay, Mark eleven twenty four. Mark eleven twenty four. Now this is a scripture. This is a scripture that baffles a lot of people. Mark eleven twenty four. And let me read. Let me just turn. Well, I got. Let me just turn to that. Mark. Mark eleven twenty four. It's the scripture that we've heard. It's the scripture that has been quoted, and it's a scripture that I believe that a lot of people say, but they really don't believe. It. They really don't believe it. Mark eleven twenty four says this. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Now, that's Jesus' words. Jesus is saying this precisely, emphatically. Jesus is saying, therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire. Okay, the first thing, whatever you desire, whatever things you desire, therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire. When ye pray, you pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. And the next verse says, and ye shall have them. And the next verse says, and when ye stand praying, forgive, if ye have aught against any, that thou Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. But if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. Now, 
in order for us to receive what we pray for in 11.24, and ye shall receive them, in order for us to receive the, and you shall receive them, in order for us to receive that thing, and you shall receive them, there are conditions. There are conditions. Now, I've been talking about the fact that we really don't have faith, that the God kind of faith, because we don't feel worthy of what God wants to do in our lives. Because the accuser comes and he says, well, you've been doing this, that, and the other, therefore you nullify what God is going to do for you. But look at this scripture. It says that whatsoever things ye desire, therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when you pray, pray, believe that you receive them. Now, in order to believe something, there must faith must be involved. Faith must be involved. Believe that you receive them. Now, sometimes we're talking about we're having faith, and then Jesus is going to turn right around and say, when you stand praying, forgive. In other, in other words, when you're going to come to me and ask me for something, make sure that you're not holding something against somebody. Because, see, when you walk in unforgiveness, what you are saying is that you, somebody deserves punishment. Someone deserves, they deserve God doing something bad for them, or they deserve whatever the devil wants to do to them. They deserve some type of punishment when you don't forgive. In other words, you are judge and jury. You're saying, they did this to me. I'm not going to forgive them. And God is saying, in order for you and ye shall receive them, in order for you to get that in, you shall receive them. You're not going to get it if you are going to say, well, good Lord, I want you to do this for me, but I want you not to do something for somebody else. Or I think that that person, somebody else that did something to me, I think that they deserve something bad to happen to them. So what God is saying is that, yeah, you can receive it, but you got to believe it. But part of believing that you receive them, part of that believing is also believing that God says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. If you're going to believe that you receive something, I believe that in the fact that Jesus used the word believe, which denotes that there's some faith involved, you're also going to believe that what God says when he asks us to forgive. Because, see, sometimes people can be very religious about doing the do's and don'ts about the gospel, the do's and don'ts about the gospel. But they forget the very little thing about forgiving somebody, forgiving someone, holding out against someone. It's like, come on, God forgives you. For everything he Jesus all all forgiveness, all sin. Unforgiveness is a sin, yes it is. All unforgiveness is sin because Jesus said that, you know, if if I'm gonna do this for you from a share my blood for you and forgive all of your sin, then I expect the same of you when it comes to somebody else. We are to be like Christ. If we're gonna be like Christ, then if Christ forgives us unconditionally. We have to give other people unconditionally. That's just the way it works. 
You know, you have the story in the Bible about the people that um, the uh, what was it? The master that had these people that owed him money, and the master came down to the servant and said, "Look, you owe me this money. I want you to pay." And if you don't, I'm going to pay them, I'll put you in jail and take your family and make them slaves. And the, and the man cried before the master. The master said, okay, I'll tell you what. Okay, just forget it. You don't owe me anything. Just forget it. You, you, we, we're, we're good. We're clean. And then the same man that just had gotten forgiven all of this money that he owed his master went to the people that owed him money and told them, not only told them to pay up, but they could pay up. What he did was he cast, put them in jail and made his family slaves in order to pay for them. Then the word got back to his master about what he done. He called him and said, you know what? I forgave all this debt that you owe me. I wrote it off. I forgave you of all this debt. And you go and you have someone that owe you, and instead of you forgiving them of that debt, you took them and you made them slaves and you threw them in jail. After all I did for you, you going to treat somebody like that? See, that's what some of us do. And we may not look at it that way, but our attitude is when we don't forgive someone, Jesus is saying that I died on the cross for you even before the foundation of the world. I did this for you. Now, someone do something to you, and you, after all I've done for you, you cannot forgive? And then you're going to come back to me and say you believe in that you're going to receive something, and you have done the most fundamental truth that there is, and then forgiven, and you can't do that, and you tell me you're going to believe me for something? God is saying no. No. You can't come before me boldly with unforgiveness in your heart. Can you come to me? You're not believing. That is a myth. The Bible says, believe a myth. I mean, you, 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 you're like kind of like what, what, what you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing standing before me with your hands out and you got your foot on somebody else's neck? You think I don't see that? Whatsoever things, therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. God has his standard. And the reason why a lot of people don't pray for things, because first of all, they don't think they're worthy, and then other people do pray for things, but you know what, they forget the small little detail about this thing that they hadn't done. It's, it's not that they've done anything to anyone. It's that somebody done something to them and they didn't forgive. It's not about what you have done. It's about what you are omitting to do. You're forgetting about the fact that you need to forgive somebody. You're forgetting about the fact that you need to pray for your enemy. You're forgetting about the fact that you need to pray for those who despitefully misuse you and lie on you and tell you're forgetting about that small detail that you're supposed to feel forgive those people as well just as Christ forgave you for all that you've done you're supposed to forgive anyone that do anything to you and all they've done that's just the way it works that's what you call the good news of the gospel the gospel is good news it's saying that all that you've done Jesus has forgiven you he's wiped your slate clean 
And what you must learn to do is to wipe your slate clean when it comes to other people. Forgive. So today our prayer is, Lord, I come to you and I release everything that I have held against anyone, knowing, unknowing, whatever, whatever it might be, Lord, I release it. I ask you to forgive me. I forgive. I release it now, whatever that might be, whether family member, friend, foe, co-worker, it doesn't matter. Lord, whatever it is in my life that's holding any unforgiveness or trying to make excuses for why it didn't happen, Lord, we right now, we release it to you. We forgive. We come and we forgive right now in the name of Jesus. We cut the neck of the enemy off. We cut every attempt he has to come and to cause division. We cut it off right now. Father, we forgive unconditionally. It matters not what they did to me or what I did to them. However it goes, Lord, I don't want to hold any unforgiveness in my heart. So, Lord, search my heart. Help me, Lord. Help me have the recall to my mind where I might have even forgotten that even took place. But deep down in my heart, Lord, pull back the layers, expose the unforgiveness so that I can get it out and I can forgive unconditionally. Every detail, everything, just to release it. Because, Lord, I want to be able to receive. I want to believe that I can receive from you without it being encumbered or hindered by anything that I have neglected to do, a small detail like forgiving someone, like forgiving someone. Now, for those people who didn't think that they were worthy, that's one thing. Now, forgetting that you've mistreated somebody and standing before the Lord, the Holy Spirit remind us, call it to our attention, bring it back to us, re-roll the tape, do a replay, instant replay, so that we can get it out in the open and expose the devil and not have issues that have not been dealt with in our lives standing before us. Lord, we want to forgive. We want a clean slate. Lord, I want to be free, and I cannot be free unless I forgive as you have required me to. So when you stand, verse 25, 11, 25 of Mark, when and when you stand praying, forgive if you have ought against any that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. For the things that I've done, I need to make sure that I clear the pathway so that the Lord might do in me and forgive me as he requires of us when it comes to misdeeds done to others and to us from someone else. Even if it's our enemy, Lord, I pray for my enemy. I pray for my enemy. Because you said in your word, if you, but if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive you your trespasses. Because why? Because we tie the hands of God. God has spoken, and he cannot go back on his word. And when he forgive us, then we must forgive. Jesus came to be that example for us. He came to be that example. He came to be the example to show us how to walk this life. 
She's responding to the lady in adultery. says, where are your accusers? Go and sin no more. Neither do I hold it against you. And that's what we must be willing to do. That's what we must be willing to do. To walk away. The fruit of the Spirit, meekness, long-suffering. To walk away and acknowledge the fact that, Lord, you forgave me, and the least that I could do, the very least, that what the Bible says in Romans 12, 1 and 2, what does it say in Romans? Let's go there, Romans 12, 1 and 2. Let's read what it says. Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech ye, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Matthew, uh, Romans 12 and 1. Which is your reasonable service? That means that is the least you could do. Present yourself to God, living sacrifice, holy. We are holy, acceptable unto God. A living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. That's the least that we could do. I mean, that's the minimum that we walk circumstances before the Lord, that we be holy. He told us we are holy, that we be that, which is your reasonable service. Your reasonable service. Your reasonable service. The least that we could do. So yeah. Mark eleven twenty four, oh yeah. Believe that you receive it when you pray for it. But when you're praying, be mindful of the fact that if you got something against somebody, go take care of it. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have aught against someone. As a matter of fact, leave your sacrifice at the altar and go take care of it. Come back. That's what God expects of us. And he has so much for us. But he wants us to receive it with integrity. Receive it receive it with the right heart. Receive it with the right heart. So when we pray, deal with us. Lord, you know, I don't know all what's going on in my heart, but you know, Lord. You know, Lord. Lord, you know. Fix my heart. Heal my heart, Lord. I forgive. I release any unforgiveness that I'm carrying in my heart. I release it. I let it go. I release it. I let it go. Touch my heart, Lord. That's what God is looking for. We can have what we say. Let's do it with integrity. Let's do it with the right mindset. Let's do it with the right heart condition. Let's just do it with the right heart condition. Do it with the right heart condition. 
Give us this day our daily bread on earth as it is in heaven. Give us and our, even our trespasses. We got to make certain that we keep our slate clean. Keep our slate clean. Why? Because it interferes with God's ability to do it for us and for us. He laid up the wealth of the wicked for the righteous. We can't get it if we keep putting stumbling blocks in the way of the Lord. He wants to do it. Don't put stumbling blocks out there. Don't do it. Be who he's called us to be. And we can receive what it is that he wants us to receive. Because it interferes with our faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith. We need to believe in what Jesus did on the cross. We need to believe that. And we don't want things interfering with our ability to believe God. Father, we thank you for your word this day. You are holy God. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for your word, reminding us that we have to keep the part that you put for us to do. Lord, you have empowered us to do so much. And part of our empowering is simply to learn how to forgive. You have put that in our hands. All we have to do is just do it. Father, we thank you for your word, and we bless you. So as we continue in your word these next few days, until the next appointed time, Lord, we thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this is Pastor Ted Payton, Grace Through Faith Worship Center. We are every Sunday, 9.30 a.m. at Glendale, 4857 Glendale Road here in Bowie, Maryland, 20720. Look, we are just glad to be able to serve, and we are here to serve you. We are here to bring to you those things that God has put in us. The gifts that he's given us, we are here to give it to you, to let you have it. In Jesus' name we pray. Until next time, Pastor Ted Payton saying, good night, everybody. Bye now.